the end of the five years, it's clashing. You cannot have both things. You cannot promote free sexual life with your lyrics. And on the other hand, in interviews, you, you talk about Jesus. It's clashing. Welcome to a new episode of Most Memorable Journeys. Another exciting guest today, a lady who I had a an interesting, not an interesting, actually a funny encounter with because I recently met her at an event in Dubai and I walked into this room and she was introduced to me and then I looked at her and I said to her, I know you, I know you from somewhere. You know how you say that to people. And we looked at each other and we talked a little bit, where could it have been? And then, of course, she said to me that she used to be on the Swiss television. <laughs> and of course, it was only me who knew her. She didn't know me because I used to see her on the screen. She is a, used to be a TV presenter. She's a journalist. But she was so many other things before. She was a singer in a band and she was a participant in the Miss Switzerland elections, I think, if I researched well. Today, she is the president of the Swiss Ladies of Dubai, and we will find out all the other things that she is. Welcome to Most Memorable Journeys, Shanet Maki Meyer. Hello, Elizabeth. Thank you so much for having me. I am so glad that you are here and I'm so glad that you are taking the time to be here. So let me start with what I always start, this silly question. When do you remember or when were you the first time on a plane in your life? Oh, um, uh, I guess it was, I was 16. Yeah, I was around 16 years. It was actually my first travel without my parents. And um, a good friend of mine joined me and we flew from Zurich via Creta. So Greece was actually my first uh, uh, flight or journey uh, via the airplane. And there, Creta is a big, uh, big island. So we also, both of us were interested in motorbikes. So we rented motorbikes there and uh, we we drove along the the coast and uh, explored Creta with our motorbikes. Amazing. Because <laughs> my first destination as a tour guide was in Rodos. So I uh, and I had a see. motorbike. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah, okay. Yes. I was I was where I used to go from hotel to hotel on my moped. And you know, when when I when we think of these things, it was actually dangerous. I think some of the stuff is true. Yes. Yeah, but you know, in that age of 16, you don't think about it's is it dangerous or not? I mean, you just do it, you know, you, you like fun. the risk, you like the freedom, you like everything. Yeah. That's very true. So then you, um, as a young lady, you joined a band. You yeah. Did you always like singing? How did it start? Did, did, you, did you want to sing? Did you want to become a singer? How did yeah. the whole tr- singing journey start? The singing journey started really pretty uh, back to school. I mean, I always like to sing and I always have the best note. I know from my uh, school teacher, he always gave me good notes. And then actually, I remember as well, when I couldn't sleep during the night, I, I just sang a song, you know, and my mom often, quite often came into the room and said, Janet, can you be quiet now? It's really late. Stop singing. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, and I started to having uh, an own band, you know, during school time, we were a few friends together and we built this, 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 um, how you say this this group, this band, and we had that rehearsal in a in a cellar downstairs, and uh, yeah, that was actually the beginning of of like a little bit to be a musician, and I also played drums. 
You play so, drums. Yes, wow. I was actually a drummer as well. Yeah, but a very bad one because one, I think that would be a topic for itself as well because my drum teacher was a Christian and he started actually to explain me about Jesus and the love of God to everyone. And so I was actually got stuck what, what he's talking. So actually, instead of teaching me drums... <laughs> Bring me closer to God. So I'm a bad drum teacher. But at the time you weren't really interested. We'll talk about that later, but you weren't interested yeah. so much yet then, were you? No, 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 not really. Not yeah, really. Yeah. And then, but that wasn't the band that you were traveling. No, with. that was not the band. The band was the beginning because you mentioned by the introduction, I joined the Miss Switzerland uh, competition. And uh, although I did not uh, came to the finalist, but uh, a door opens for me because by actually by coincidence, one of the members from the Swiss, uh, Swiss Miss Switzerland competition, he knew a producer who was looking for a new singer for this existing band. He knew that I'm that I'm a singer, that I'm um, used to, to do music. And he introduced me with the producer. And so I went for a casting and suddenly I came in the whole show business. And uh, suddenly I was traveling from zero to hundred everywhere. That's so, um, yeah, and it was actually fantastic because we, we traveled to destination, which I never would I would say would never go by my as private person. So uh, we did Russian, a lot of things. We did Finland, we did Litauen, as Letland, um, Germany a lot, Austria a lot. We we traveled by bus, we we traveled by train, we traveled so many different ways. And at the end of the band, uh, that was two thousand, we end up with a promotion tour in Japan. And that was incredible, fantastic, a great experience. Yes. So one thing that I want to say out of this for people who are listening, something can come out of something that we may be first disappointed. Maybe you were a little disappointed that you didn't end up in the final of uh, the Swiss <laughs> Miss Switzerland elections. But the good thing is this came out, which is probably 10 times better than if you had. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. It opens it opens many doors. I mean, it's not, as you said, you said, right, it, I didn't want, but I think what the end, I, I think I made the better thing. Exactly. <laughs> no, exactly. I got the better, uh, the better out of it. And uh, I, it was fantastic, really. I, I really enjoyed the time. And I think it was from 1995 until 2005 years, I was... Um, full-time in the show business and met a lot of famous people as well and uh, Robbie Williams for example did you oh my god I love him <laughs> in sync and Backstreet Boys we traveled together through Germany for for this for different tour events and uh, yeah are <laughs> you in touch are you in touch with any of these people or were no, no 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 it was it is just it's just that time you yeah. know probably for example you travel one week through Germany and had all these Radio Regenbogen shows and uh, open air events where is a bunch of groups all together and you are in the bus in the bus tour bus yeah. and then you 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 have a chat with all those people, but not really continuing with uh, having contact with them. But it adds to your personality. It, ha it adds to the person that you become, doesn't it? 
Yeah. You absolutely. see things and you think I would like to be like that or I would not like to be like that, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Because, you know, sometimes we need to find out what we don't want before we actually know what we want. Yeah, sometimes you, you figure out what you want to be while you're on this trip or while you're on this journey, you know, yeah. and I think especially I, I see our life anyway as a journey, you know, it starts somewhere and then you come to a crossroad and then you make the decision, shall I go straight, shall I go right, what shall I do? So it is a life is a journey, Absolutely. you know. Yeah, it is a journey. And that's why my podcast is called Most Memorable Journeys. And it's not just about journeys as in travel. It's about life journeys because so many people have, we all have a fascinating life journey, but I think it's important to not concentrate too much on the destination, but to enjoy the journey. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did. (laughs) You did, and I can hear that. I can hear that. You had a lot of fun. Was there anything... um, in these uh, in these years when you were traveling to all these places did you did you ever miss having a stable life or did you just go with the flow back then not um but i always thinking my gosh my parents uh, how how be scared they must be sometimes because we were not in that um time where we had cell phones i, I mean i remember i i always sent my my parents a fax fax message mm-hmm. you know telefax message when i arrived somewhere in russian or uh, in, in, i've been once in novosibirsk you oh, know wow. novosibirian so we flew with the private jet there and novosibirsk we had the concert in the stadium there we we um we stayed in the hot no in the residence of Yeltsin's summer residence. That was our stay to be. And um it was pretty cold. It was during winter time, lots of snow, we can imagine. Oh my. But the people still came during the winter. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, so it was really fascinating. But there were sometimes times where I thinking it's quite risky, especially in Russia. I, it was quite risky at this time. I mean, uh, and we also performed for really diffuse people, honestly. And uh, I want to say the word, but uh, you never know. They were very, very rich people. And uh, you were just to show off, you know, mm-hmm. they can afford mm-hmm. a, a band, our band, and yeah. for performance. We were safe, but in the other hand, sometimes, you know, we were there. And then uh, the tour manager from Russia told us, yeah, listen, um, if you don't do this TV show, you will not get a good hotel. And so, but you know, you just have to be shut up and just do what they want. Because otherwise you never know where you end at the end. So the show business is, it can be also risky. It's not always fun. It depends where you travel. And, but as I said, back this time, I just went with the flow. I just enjoyed, I, I was not afraid. I was just happy to, yeah, to um, get somewhere, you know, but as I said, my parents, my poor parents, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, sometimes and it, was, it was exciting for you because it, it was, was very exciting. It, I'm re- I'm thinking the same way about my times as a tour guide because we had no I actually started off when we had a telex. You're younger than I am. 
And then the fax came, telefax came. And um, yeah. I used to call home maybe once every week, every two weeks. When you think of it, how we are today, and if we haven't had a message, my kids are grown up, they're both in Switzerland. And sometimes if I haven't had a message for two days, I think, oh my God, what happened to them? And we didn't, we didn't contact our, our home for, for a week, for 10 days, but it was normal. Now we are kind mm-hmm. of overprotective. That's true. That's true. And we want to have a message immediately. I mean, I, we have also two boys. They are in the teenager age now. And I see it if they don't, if it's it's late night and I have gotten got a message from them. Where are you? Yeah. Why, when are you yeah. coming home? You know, <laughs> give me a message. And, oh, man, yeah. yeah so think about your poor parents, what they went through with you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <Next>. absolutely. <laughs> that, I'm, I'm happy I'm still alive. Me too. <laughs> So listen, now, something bad did happen to you, though. Um, That was still during your time in the band? Was that when you were still? uh... That was before. Mm -hmm. That was, um, I have to say, I mentioned something with my drum teacher and I I get it first in contact with the Christianity, with the faith. So I was, uh, I didn't grow up in a Christian family, uh, but I never doubted that God exists, actually. But I was not interested in mm-hmm. to have a relationship with God or all those those Christian communities. And I was, as a teenager, I was really a rebel. Um, I loved hard rock music. Um, uh, I liked to drink um, and and did stuff with, with, with actually, with, we are around 15, 16, which was quite wild. I also was very aggressive. Uh, at this time and um, I think it was just probably a little bit lost with my identity who I am because I was in a clique you know in a group of people who uh, joined the same music style with me and the same interest but uh, beside of that I'm not sure if they were really my friends but uh, I hang out with them and so I um, I think my community was not a good influence for me and one day I, I remember I went against my parents' um, approval to Zurich. Um, uh, that was around 15, 16 years old. And then uh, on the way to Zurich, uh, on the train, I started uh, a fight with another a girls' group. And they called Fly Girls back this time. And Fly Girls and Heavy Metal Girls, which I belong to, they, they're not matching. They're not friends. And I remember they were standing out of the platform by the train station and I showed them my middle finger. Okay. As you from do. <laughs> <laughs> As I said, I was a really naughty girl then. Uh-huh. And I had no fear and mm-hmm. I was... As I said, quite aggressive too. So, and the the, the fight actually um, continued in the train and then we arrived Zurich train station. It exploded at the end. So we were actual verbal, giving each other not the best words. And uh, and uh, it ends that the girl, the fly girl, uh, she was also 15, 16. She, um, she took a knife out of her pocket and I was already, I think, 20 meters away of them. And she was running like in a movie with the hands up and she, she was running with a screaming towards me and she she stabbed me with the knife. That was uh, in the train station of Zurich. And in the meanwhile, many people stood around us and um, observed actually the situation. But I was standing there and it was, went so quickly. And when I, uh, I remember when I 
grab on my T-shirt and saw the blood mm-hmm. on my head, then I get very weak and I, I fall down to the floor. And my friend, she tried to hold up me and we were looking and searching for help and people were afraid because of the blood. And there was one man who showed us the police station in the train station. And, uh, and there, I, I think I dare I get conscious and we're not really and then they came I came emergency to the hospital and um, they observed me and they say oh it's just superficial so nothing really serious but um, I had inner bleeding which Mm -hmm. was not in the beginning visible Mm -hmm. um, so my condition got life threatened Mm -hmm. and uh, I have to do an emergency surgery and because she was one centimeter from my heart away. Oh my God. And she hit my lung and another organ was very, was, was very bloody. And um, yeah, I had a two hour surgery and um, stayed 10 days in the hospital. And um, <laughs> that was quite remarkable for me because to see who are your friends, mm-hmm. if something happened to you immediately or unexpectable, and then you see how, what kind of people are come and visit you. And mm-hmm. those friends, which I thought would be my friends within all those groups, they never showed up. And that was quite a crisis for me as well to see men and who I am and who are my friends. And um, uh, there was a time when I got released from the hospital where I figure out who is this Janet for real? You know, what do I really like? Do I really like hard rock music? It was a search identity. That was a journey to search myself, what I really want. And I, my brother is uh, three years old and he had in his room this, this drum. And uh, I went quite often there in my spare time because I avoid to go back to, to Zurich. You know, people or friends of mine from school said, come on, let's go to Zurich. But not 10,000 horses would bring me back to Zurich <laughs> because what happened? I had a trauma, you yeah, know, of course. Yeah. my last year of school, um, high, high school and, um, and all those 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 boys they were playing with all those uh, knives around and, and to be cool and uh, I started to to play drums in my my um, brother's room and then I thought you know what if you start something then do it properly and so that's why I end up to to having drum lesson ah. and as in the beginning I met him and he was a freak man <laughs> he had long hairs yeah. and cool t-shirt and he had a big smile and he had this this I made this sparkle in his eyes and uh, and that freak told me about God and about Jesus and I think oh my gosh what kind of is this but you know what at the end when I looking back it was for me it was fascinating because he had so much joy he had such a peace it looks like he came home you know Mm -hmm. people are searching today they are looking for something they they live a life like oh yeah I can do everything today I mean I have no limits I live only once but at the end it's not really pure freedom and in his eyes I could see he is he is he came home he, he was home he, yeah he was home yeah and, uh, so I start to thinking about and listen to him and what in the beginning sounds for me very weird and very boring because I always thinking Christians are very boring people, you know, with all those Birkenstock 
back then Birkenstock was old fashioned today. Birkenstock oh, they're cool. Is, yes, <laughs> they're cool. <laughs> but back then, all yeah. the Christians were Birkenstock. And so he changed my mind about Christians. And but but I really loved what his 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 joyful life, you know. And um, so as I said, um, he was teaching me about Jesus, about the Christianity, which I never heard in church. There's a God who is interested in me, who loves me, who who died for me for my for my failures. Mm-hmm. I, that was for me, and and I I thought one day in my in my room, I know, I said, you know what? Actually, I have nothing to lose. I mean, if that God exists, why he not deserve a chance? Yeah, because in in our culture, many people looking for answers in 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 all the new age in in the Buddhism in so many religions they searching and searching to find answers to to find why I am here the mm-hmm. purpose of life. But so many also not so many people give God the Christian God a chance. So I was in my room back then and uh, I was kneeling down and I said, Jesus, here I am. I mean, mm-hmm. if you are here, then uh, let's go. Let's go on this journey. Mm-hmm. Take me, take the, the steer wheel of my life from now on. And um, forgive me for all the shit which i done. And uh, there was a lot. <laughs> and it was such a relief. And I felt such a love coming through my body. I cannot explain. I mean, you have to experience that. And, and, since then, actually, that's 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 he became my lifestyle. Jesus is a part of my life. And the funny thing is, when I met my drum teacher the next time, he looked at me and said, Janet, did you find Jesus? Did you find God? Did you give your life to him? And I said, why you know that? Yes, I did. And he said, I can see it in it your eyes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I see something changed. Yeah. And that was the nicest compliment that I ever got. <laughs> In my life. Beautiful. And I think it's it's very beautiful to have something to believe in, you know, to have something yes. to hold on to. And yeah. to speak to somebody when you need to speak to to God who who just listens to you. Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. And that was actually then my my journey from then on. Actually, God existed in my life and is still existing. And uh, yeah. uh, so far, He never, um, how do you say, disappointed never, never me. Disappointed never disappointed me. me. <laughs> this is also how I know you from television. This was your yeah. week. It was I think it was a weekly uh, Fenster am so- Fenster zum Sonntag. It was Fenster zum Sonntag. Week. Yes, exactly. Yes, yes. Yeah, I got the chance uh, later on because I did a Bible study. Um, a two-year Bible study and my Bible study teacher actually introduced me to the TV show and it was uh, on the national TV, um, Swiss television. So it's a big thing. And um, he said, look, they're looking for a new uh, host, mm-hmm. for a new presenter for this show. Probably you have to have to go. And so I went for another casting and I got it. It was incredible that they took me because my admit my band my band's name which i traveled five years around the world called erotic and erotic the name as it says is very um so our our lyrics were very sexistic you know we talked about sex mm-hmm. and um and i was a christian at this time the funny thing was because my my rebel time and that is actually very important 
that that attitude of a rebel didn't change when I gave my life to Jesus immediately. I was still thinking I can do my own thing with Jesus on my backpack. So I did lots of things actually, which not belongs to a Christian, I would say. So that's why I end up with this band erotic. And of course, I prayed at that time and I say, oh God, if it's your will, then I will get that job as a singer. But um, I mean, the end of the five years, it's clashing. You cannot have both things. You cannot promote free sexual life with your lyrics. And on the other hand, in interviews, you you talk about Jesus. It's clashing. It doesn't work. But at that time, because as I said, I was a rebel. I said, okay, I can read my Bible by myself. I don't need fellowship. I don't have to go to church. What I don't realize was at this time, it took me away actually on the road, on that on that journey with God. It leads me in a, in a zone of having both, you know, the yeah. black and white, yeah. you know. And after a while, it gets uncomfortable yeah. because... My inner heart, my spirit was longing for God, to God goes God's way. And my, how you say, my um, personality who likes the fame, who likes the stage, wants to continue. So I was really five years in a, in a, a little bit in a clinch. Mm-hmm. What to do. I tried to combine, but at the end it didn't work. So, and I have to stand again in a crossroad. What what I want to do. And after a while, I really realized it doesn't work. I, I want to give up actually all the show business, which I actually used to have all the five years. And I really want to focus another way. Mm-hmm. And the other way leads me also still in the show business, still the television. I got the television, you know, so God always is not taking away stuff of you and he also have another plan because he knows, he knew my heart, you know, he knows actually also a gift. I think I have a gift to perform. I have a gift to present in front of people and uh, God used my gift in another way. And so I'm very thankful. So I, I came to this uh, television show on the national television, but I could um, represent the Christianity, the, the, the yeah, the, the faith of, of Christ. And I could meet people who, who have the same faith and, uh, I, uh, yeah, it's, it's incredible. It's so it was beautiful. Mm. And it was a big deal because me, the Swiss woman who lives in Cyprus, recognized you, <laughs> the Swiss woman who lives in Dubai because of the Swiss mm. television show. So yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So that was my 10, 10 years I did this job and it's, it became my dream job in Switzerland, and that was my last, my last um, profession before I came to Dubai. Right now, you came to. You've been living in Dubai. I think I wrote down since two thousand and twelve. Am I correct? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Why yeah. did you go? Why did you move to Dubai? Why Dubai? You know what? Um, it's funny. Although I traveled a lot the last couple of years. We, through the band, um, I always thought I would never, never live somewhere else than Switzerland. Yeah. <laughs> it was never my intention to live somewhere else than yeah. uh, abroad. And um, I have a 
husband. I, I, I married a husband who is a back traveler who, who travels around the world. He's an explorer and um, he's also a pilot and he always was looking for new options, new uh, new um, opportunities. And um, he, he always, always, and he finds solutions, you know, and uh, or offers, I would say, in, in, uh, in Dubai. And when he came and said, listen, honey, we have to, probably the possibility to move to Dubai at the beginning, Elizabeth, I tell you, my, uh, I could hardly, I could hardly, um, I would say, breathe. You weren't excited. <laughs> I weren't excited. I wasn't excited at all. Uh -huh. I thought, oh no, what shall I do there? You know, I have a life here. I have uh -huh. my another career here and I like my, my job and now Dubai. But you know what, as I said, I involve God in my, in my life. He prepared my heart for the move. It was not me at the end. It yeah. was him. Yeah. And that was a preparation of two years because I reading the Bible and God revealed himself via Bible verses that I have to move, you know, and always they come Bible verses like move to Arabia, move to Arabia, go and meet other different nationalities. And I was thinking, oh God, oh God, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> And, and at the end, I think I, it was, I was really diving in to ask God, do you really want me there? You know, do you really want me there? And there was one Bible verse I remember when I said, listen, even in the desert, I will support you. You know, I will cover all your desires. And then I was thinking, okay, I, I give up. I surrender. I follow. And um, during that time, my husband got the job offer. I cannot say which company. It's not allowed. But, okay. Uh, it's he, should, obviously. he should be on yeah. my podcast, though, from what I Yeah, from. yeah but they're quite picky. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, you can, you can count one and one. I can. So, uh, yes. he got the, the job offer. Um, and since then, we moved to Dubai. And since then, we are here. Yes. and Amazing. Um, and of course, you wouldn't be, Janet. Maki Meyer, if you didn't become the president of the Swiss Ladies, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, kind of, kind of. Did, did, yeah, did, no. did, did the club exist or did you start the club? No, the club was intended uh, back earlier, 2004, okay. even from another lady. And uh, I'm the third president okay. uh, who's leading the, the social uh, group, yes. Mm -hmm. And you guys, you ladies get together and you organize events, you organize social events and... and uh... yeah. So the Swiss Ladies Dubai is actually a subgroup from the Swiss Business Council in Dubai. And the Swiss Business Council Dubai connects actually um, a Swiss business which are related here in the in the UIE and the subgroup the Swiss business Council is a, is a is a social group where especially for Swiss ladies who join Dubai or Abu Dhabi as mm -hmm. well but Abu Dhabi is quite far from them to travel to Dubai but uh, just to meet as well other Swiss ladies because I remember when I came to Dubai for example I was looking for to uh, to another Swiss community because we have every you know culture it's it's Swiss culture is different to the German culture to the French culture to Brazilian culture yeah so and and I was looking for opportunities to meet other Swiss ladies and I couldn't find it in the beginning so I end up with the German <laughs> community <laughs> and um 
And then a f- another Swiss lady exp- uh, told me about the Swiss Ladies Club. And so I, I, I joined them. And, and uh, it's very interesting because when you move to Dubai, you have so many questions. Which doctors should I go? Which school I should take? Uh, and, and so on, so on. And you want to have your, your hard language, your, 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 your mother tongue. You want to speak your mother tongue with other ladies. You want to make friendship and, with some, some other ladies. And that's why they, that group is for. So um, since I'm president, I organize mornings for ladies who are not working. I organize evenings for, for meetups. I do special events. It depends what's going on here. And um, Iftar, for example, we do as a Swiss ladies. We, we do all the cultural thing. Also like to stay connected with, uh, with for example, Easter stuff. Uh, I mean, Easter is very hard here in Dubai to celebrate. It's a very Christian uh, celebration. So we do it in private homes. Then we have the Birchel Müsli. We do a Swiss Zopf. Uh, we do like a, a, a officially traditional Easter brunch at someone's home. And yeah, and uh, it's, it's always a good good mood. We are really lovely ladies. And um, yeah, we do it on a monthly basis, which I organize. That's beautiful. I'm going to put the link to your website of the Swiss Ladies Dubai in the show notes because um, yes. where yes. I write everything about you and um so we're coming to the end. Time flies when you're having fun. What's <laughs> next for you? Dubai for now, your kids, your your teenage boys are at school. They are settled. I mean, yeah. yes. Yeah, they have their friends. They are really occupied. They are very into sports. Both of them are included in, in football. So every day, actually, they have football lessons and training. And yeah. on the weekend, they have much. So I become also a football mom okay. on the weekend, <laughs> on the, the sports field. Um, so I still doing also like counseling with people um, at church. I still singing at church here in Dubai. I'm visiting a, a free church here in Dubai. And I'm um, involved there, so I'm um, I'm not bored, honestly. And uh, what next? No, actually, I cannot say what next. I'm open for everything, but um, yeah, there's not much space at the moment. God has to give me something. <laughs> well, you look very happy to me, so I think at the moment you're nice where you are and happy where you yeah, are. I'm balanced. Yes, yeah. and then you see things change when you're because my kids grow up, have grown up. Once they leave, there a new door will open. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yes, yeah, no, but uh, we as a family, we are still happy. We don't know when the time is over. It's always it's always a question, of course. What is? But at the moment, we're always thinking, what's the best for the kids? Mm-hmm. Our older one has two more years, and then he's finished here with the A levels. Mm-hmm. It's called, and then he has the opportunity to go to the universities wherever. We don't know. We That's don't know. fine. We so don't always we need to know. Some the time will That's show. True. Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Time Take day will by show, day. and and God will show, and, and a door will open. The right door will open, and we'll true. just have to go through it. You see, this is the thing that I often say when you do a job like you do, or I do. I'm a life coach as well, and you know, we can only open doors for people. They have to go through it themselves. Yeah, they have to open the door. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so through because doors are go, open we can open it, but they have to go through it. Yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah. Absolutely. That's it. Janet Maki-Meyer, I am so happy <laughs> to spend to have spent time with you. I'm so happy that I met you in Dubai on that morning. And Likewise. It was this coincidence, but in a good way. <laughs> exactly. Thank you very much and Thank all you. the best. You are looking forward to a cooler winter. It is autumn now in Dubai and not so hot anymore. 
Yes, that's true. Absolutely. The weather is pleasant now. Perfect. If you enjoy my podcast, please like, share and subscribe to my channel. You will find all the information in the show notes.